I took my lad to Leeds. Episode number three of the quarantine series of Lad to Leeds. Um, yeah. We're uh, uh, wanting to, you know, do our bit by helping and it's obviously a tiny little bit and probably not a necessary bit but we're spending a lot of time together and we thought why not dust down the mics and do something productive um and give uh fellow Legion united fans uh, more more stuff to to keep them right. Legion united filled during the uh lockdown yeah. that we're having in in last episode episode two we, we uh, mentioned uh uh, Harry Kuehl, because he came back to Ellen Road and scored in one of those Liverpool games that we uh, we talked about in Homework Lockdown. Did you see the interview that came out? I think it was ESPN, and it was with Mark Viduka. And it, it was it's really, if you haven't seen it, you can find it really easily on socials. Just type in Mark Viduka, and it'll come on whatever platform you've got, uh, comes up as like one of the top searches. Because it was... He, he talked a lot about the Australian setup, which I think a lot of controversy came into it. But you know, he talked about being at Leeds and how much he loved it. He almost signed for Man United. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he had the same agent apparently as Elton John, and what? he went to see Elton John in. Um, Probably told him to sign for bloody Watford. well. No, no, what it was, he, he went <laughs> over to Manchester, and when he was over in Manchester, he had a meeting with Alex Ferguson, and then he went to see Elton John, told Elton John that he'd met Alex Ferguson that day. And in the concert, Elton John then says, this song's for my friend Mark, who's got a big decision to make. Uh, in front of her, imagine the pressure of that. Uh, anyway, so in that interview, there was a little snippet. And it, this is about, not Mark Viduka, but watch that. that cause it's really interesting. Uh, what Mark Viduka says about Harry Kuehl. Okay. Now, Harry Kuehl quite famously... Uh, signed for Galatasaray, uh, well, infamously signed for Galatasaray, which, like, literally for any Leeds player, that's cutting your ties with the fan base massively. What Harry Kuehl did as a player for us was amazing. And then for him to, one, leave like he did, and I don't know if anyone can remember, it was under such controversy of... Of of uh, you know dodgy agent and I remember Gary Lineker for example flagging it up and in, in an article in in the newspapers and then he goes and signs to Galatasaray I just struggled with that whole essence and in this Mark Viduka interview he actually flags up that him and Harry Kuehl didn't have a great relationship mm. you know and and it was because of this agent. There was something as brilliant as, and I, you know, always remember those Harry Kuehl goals, man, and the skill on the lad was unbelievable. And, he, you know, he was doing tricks that, that you know, your Ronaldinho's and all that used to do. And then it was just the manner of how he left and then, you know, his career choice of going to Galatasaray. It's like, I don't know, I always struggle with it. And believe it or not, via my work, I had an opportunity a while ago when we were doing this podcast to I I, I met his wife and yeah. and we were discu- we got onto football and oh, she yeah. was like and she like went oh you're a Leeds fan well you won't like my Harry will you then and I kind of what I've just said now I said to her and I, and she goes well Harry'd love to talk to you 
<laughs> and, and honest to God, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to get Harry Kuehl on, on the Lad to Leeds podcast. This is when we stopped it as well, weren't it? It was just, it was just when, when we, we stopped, stopped it. it. And I thought, well, this might be what the Lad to Leeds podcast is. Maybe we do, like, you know, we, we do a thing where Lad meets old players. But because I struggled with the Harry Kuehl thing so much, and, you know, when I was talking to her and she was, you know, his, his wife was... was um, retorting like what it was like during that Leeds period for yeah. her and how wonderful it was I was like going oh we need to need to share this with the audience mm-hmm. but I don't know I think I think if I'd taken it up we would have got absolutely hammered I mean I don't know how oh, I yeah. would have felt do you know what I mean I would love to have asked him the whole why did you sign for it, yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking why, did you not why think did you do it? yeah do you yeah. know what I mean that, I think that would have to be the opening question I mean I don't know do you think we should do it I might I might be able to reignite that conversation yeah you know I, I don't know how do you what do you feel about it being a you know well, I think I think if you the question that we just brought up I think it'd make him a bit uncomfortable you about stick, it you stick to thing. you stick to the ethics of a Leeds United fan though you know very much so don't you you, you like have yeah. inherited the, the rivalry with Man United Chelsea you know the pride of Yorkshire you know you know the, the nuts and bolts of who isn't welcome and who is welcome so you knew Harry Kuehl was a a big big no <laughs> yeah, yeah. But would you interview him yeah I would, but like the thing is though with that question, I I would be dying God, to ask him it. But like, be it. but like it, I feel like it just would make him really uncomfortable. I, I don't I know. Think... Harry, he might knock us back. I don't know now. Yeah. He might have missed the opportunity. But <laughs> yeah. I, I'd I'd love to know what people thought. At yeah. lad to Leeds on the socials. I mean, I know what people think of him. I don't want to know what you think of him. In it. Because that, that I don't want to be seen as generating. Just tell us in what you think if we did interview. If we did interview. What would you, you think? Of yeah. Him. Would you listen? Would that be of interest? Yeah. And then I don't know. Maybe one day we might be able to rekindle yeah. those those old fires. Could but do. Could do. Any anyway. Hey, let's get on. Let's bring on someone who we've got no beef with at all. Our sponsor of our big feature, the Indeed. Mervyn Day. Bring out Mervyn Day. Come on. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much. I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those balls. All right. We have Mervyn right here. One more last. Sam Grayson and Ian Hart. So what happens here is we spin the balls and Mervyn spits out a number. Um, to each number in Mervyn there is a subject, a Legionite subject, and we will talk about that subject. Yeah, so far we have had Simon Grayson and, and Ian, Ian Hart. Hart we've talked right. about. So go yeah. spin those balls! Here we go. He was oh, taking well, his time. There we time. go, he was. Mervyn was holding on to those He balls. was taking his time. <laughs> What's the number? Number 20. Number Dominic 20. Matteo. Oh, Dominic Matteo. Um, he scored him. Hey. In the San Siro. There you go, you know it. In you the know San the Siro. song. Now, uh, again, I don't want to show off, um, but I got a WhatsApp um, of a work colleague who, who knows Dominic Matteo. Really well, and and he and he sent us this. Don Matteo here. Believe it or not, I did actually score in the San Siro. I hope you're well. Marching on together. Oh, <laughs> 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 Vincent. So yeah, no, uh, Don Matteo. What do you know about him? Because obviously 
he wasn't well recently. I don't know if yeah, you remember yeah, that. No. And that was quite scary. But um, this mutual friend we've actually got did say that he, he's, he's a lot, lot better, thank yeah. God. And he, he's quite active on social media. He looks great. So, you know, God bless Don Matteo. But what's your your kind of vibes? Don Matteo, again, another retro player who... Uh, I'd love to know what his legacy is. Well, I know that he scored a bloody great goal <laughs> and San Siro. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, I don't, you haven't really told me much about Dominic Matteo. I think, you know, obviously from what everyone thinks of him, an amazing player, you know, he's got to be fantastic by the way everyone talks of him and that. But, you know, I mean, I don't, my, my knowledge of him is not. Do you know what position he kind of played? Was he? Was he? I feel like he was a striker, but I don't think he was. No, no. Was he no. like a? He was a defender. A defender. He was, yeah, he was a centre back. Oh yeah, because he scored a head. And he, he scored a head. Footer, and he was a left footer as well. Yeah. So it was, he, he used to kind of. It was interesting. He'd, he'd fill in for Ian Hart, left back, sometimes. Was he or, fast? Or if Ian Hart was like more in an advanced role, um, he wasn't fast. He was. T- he, he had the the um, just big strides. He, yeah, he was the he was the kind of uh, the typical body of um, uh, a a centre back. Mm-hmm. You know, big and strong, tall, great. He was great in the air, but he could play with his. He could play. He had mm-hmm. really good feet yeah. as well. Um, and I don't know. He, he he was part of that team that had Jonathan Woodkey, Lucas Radaby was there, Rio Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Leeds. He was a very much wanted we got him from Liverpool and I think he was very much in demand he was you know he was going to be or on the cards to be a big England centre back yeah. he was he was coming yeah. into that generation and I remember when we got him it did feel like a really great sign he thought wow this we mean business I think O'Leary signed him and it was like we're 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 meaning to do some business here, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is a big signing for us. But then that was eclipsed by the signing of Rio Ferdinand, who we got for 18 million from uh, um, West Ham, it was, who mm-hmm. and, and, and because he was, like, going to be a megastar, which, yeah. he, which in all she fairness, he, he ended up becoming a megastar. But Don Matteo, obviously, with San Siro. I always remember there was... A great goal Mark Viduka scored against Arsenal, and it was the day, uh, the game we were going to go down if we didn't get something from it, or we were in, if we weren't going down, we were, we were almost Screwed. to doom. And it was uh, away at Arsenal. If Arsenal won that game, that they needed to win that game to be in a chance of winning the league. And Matteo, I'm sure he did this brilliant run into midfield, then crossed it over to Mark Viduka, who scored an absolute blinder. Like cross pitch, he was on the left hand side of the bridge and crossed was it that over. Where you banged your head on the line. So, so uh, no, no, that wasn't. That, that when I smashed the light by jumping up was when Harry Kuehl scored. <laughs> when Harry Kuehl scored the uh, the Harry Kuehl Harry Kuehl Harry Kuehl scored a wonderful goal in that game. Again, yeah. like I said earlier, Harry Kuehl was when he played for Leeds, he was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, Don Matteo. Uh, worth it. Uh, we lost him when we got relegated. He went to Blackburn. Yeah. I don't think it quite popped off for him at Blackburn, but he was, a, you know, and he sent me a message. So we've got to love got to Don amazing. Matteo. Yeah. Again, do you agree? What are your Don Matteo uh, memories? Uh, I, I don't know why that, that sticks in my head. That Arsenal, it was a brilliant ball, I think. Um, let us know at Lad to Leeds kind of, on the social. Was it kind of like the long ball in the it, Man United it, game? It, 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 it wasn't. No, it wasn't as long Housen. as Housen's ball to Beckford. But if you switched it to the other side, it was kind of that move. Yeah. 
Um, not as long, but yeah, get, let us know what your thoughts are on that. At Lad to Leeds uh, on the socials, Lad to Leeds at gmail.com. Um, give us a shout. Emma. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Okay, there we go. That's another one. So we move swiftly on to our next feature, which is the homework lockdown, which hopefully it's it's not really a quiz, although these are obviously all questions, but we're going to give you some homework to take away after each episode that you as a collective or you as a person can just get stuck into. So it gives you a little bit more Legionited time to look at it. Yesterday, we asked you a history question. Let's go for this. During the 80s, Legionites have three different badges. Can you describe all three of them? Yeah, so... Um, did do you could you do that off the top of your head or can you did you have to look at did you look at the answers? No, I could I could just think of it, you know. Did you, so there did, was obviously the rose one, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah. There's the rose one. The rose and ball. And then those those there was kind of, then, So that was at the back end, the rose and ball was at the back end yeah, of then, the eight. Then those kind of like the you know, the kind of like how the Juventus have theirs now, it's like the L had like the was it the L? But they called U, it. They F called it the smile. They called it the smiley. That was the, that was the lead it, yeah, smiley. Yeah, two, like two eyes and bit ca- it was mouth. a bit cartoony, wasn't yeah. it? And what happened? It came from the seventies app, yeah. and when we got into the eighties, they put like a border around mm-hmm. it. It was kind of the bordered smiley. It was called. Yeah. And we had that till about eighty one. Rose and they like the peacock with its feathers. There you go. Up. Then we yeah. had the peacock. That was eighty-one to eighty-four. We had the peacock, and then um, you know we obviously moved yeah. into the rose and ball, which is the iconic one yeah. uh, for me. Um, and again, it, it's just so much fun looking at um, all the old badges. And Leeds have got a real collection of them. And you know, if you haven't done that, just you know, go online. There's, you can see them in websites, but or, or dig out that Leeds United book you've had for a while, right? The next one, we've had maths, we've had history. Let's go for geography. Mm. Geography. Mm, geography. What's the question? Okay, so from 1993 to 1996, Leeds kit manufacturer was ASICS. But what country did the ASICS brand come from? Mm, that was a great... Thistle Hotels. Thistle Hotels oh, struck yeah. that one. Yeah. ASICS, what would you... Can you have a guess? Have you, have you seen the answer? Have you looked at the could answer? could have a guess. Have, have you seen the answer? You haven't seen it, have a guess, sir. It, sound, it doesn't sound foreign. That's the thing. Right, well, it, it might not be foreign. Yeah, no. But like... A6. Have a guess. Off the top of your head. Go on. England. You think it's an English brand? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll find out in tomorrow's yeah, episode. We'll we'll uh, okay, that's why you go off and do your homework. Oh, yeah. The homework lockdown feature. That's, it. that's why it's called the homework lockdown feature. No! and that's it these are flying by uh episode three um absolutely loving getting behind the mic again i hope you're loving it um mentioned before our socials lad to leads just look for them i i took my lad to leads on facebook just search for that and you can email us as well um at lad to leads at gmail.com uh these are flying by again hopefully if you're binge listening to these these are just flowing into each other nicely um hope you've enjoyed the first three we've loved being back um let's head on to episode four (laughs) 